With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out because your membership is packed with perks. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Join the Judgment Free Zone today. Deal ends Thursday, August 10th. See Home Club for details. Marco Hoyce. Daniel Marlon! Wonderful! Fantastic from Royce. Jude Bellingham. That's excellent. Jude Bellingham. This is absolutely brilliant. Jude Bellingham! Absolutely magnificent. Rina. Brilliant from the American. Just like that. Not the best of clearances. Oh, what a volley! Matt Hummels! Grant in for Holland! Like he's never been away! The man in front of goal who is simply deadly. Hey, welcome to another week of the BVB podcast. BVB. I need to slow down and say that because I, I run through it real quick. Bear for bear. <laughs> there you go. Uh, if this is your first time listening, I appreciate you uh, checking us out and joining. We've only had a few episodes. This is episode number three, so mm-hmm. very good chance this is your first time listening. Appreciate you checking us out. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. So I said the last episode, if, if this isn't, if you're not listening on your preferred podcast source, go find us on your preferred podcast source by searching the BVB podcast. Also follow us on Twitter so you can tweet along uh, at games and I always post polls and stuff on there too to have some little bit of interaction at the BVB pod. My name's Jake. Carver is back with me this week, thank goodness, because uh, last week I did a little like mini midweek episode by myself. It's very, very weird talking to yourself about it's, soccer for a while. So. Well, it sounded great. <laughs> well, thanks, man. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you giving me the $30,000 in Bitcoin to get me back, too. <laughs> that was really nice. So uh, if you just want to go ahead and edit that, that would be great. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, we were just going to cover some of the game from uh, Herter. Over the weekend, we will talk about positives and negatives that we saw about that game, talk about a little bit of the Europa League draw, as well as uh, some transfer rumors that we've been looking at coming up for the winter break. So, um, Real quick, I'll touch on, like, these last three games, it was kind of like a, a mini, mini, it was a nice little run. Well, it should have been a nice little run. That was, hopefully it was going to be a nice little run. Uh, the final three games before winter break, that's what we talked about on the first episode. It's like, we have these three games coming up. It's our chance to... Um, hopefully in the season, the in 2021 really well. And, uh, I was very optimistic and you and I both, I was very optimistic and saying, uh, yeah, we can catch Byron. Like we just, if they can slip up and if we win all our games, but like the complete opposite happened. Um, (laughs) yeah, we were only one point behind them the last time I was here and, this not like they would have been dropping points, I guess, anytime soon, but you still have half a season for them to slip up at least once or twice, giving us a great advantage going into these three games because this was arguably the easiest sequence we're going to have. And we had three teams that were, if I'm not wrong, all below 15th. So I was getting, I was hoping we'd get at least seven out of those nine points at the very least. Yeah. And um, obviously the, uh, who did we play in the last game? I just had it. Hurt him. Hurt. Uh, before that, uh, we'll quickly go over the Firth game because um, we haven't covered that or talked about it together yet. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, looking on, kind of looking on paper, it's just like, oh, we won three zero. That seems pretty yeah, great. Yeah. Um, but watching the game was completely different. Even all the players after the game were like, oh, this was not a great performance. Everyone on t- Twitter and 
online was like so that game almost felt like a loss even though we walked away three three oh yeah it was frustrating for sure it was a game of just simply our individual brilliance bailing us out but very frustrating overall these past few games even though you're walking away with a three nil yeah we don't ever get clean sheets either so that's and even though a huge positive but uh i mean the bigger point of topic is the uh last game on saturday the Harta game and going into it there were quite a few changes that i just i didn't expect obviously we have a lot of injuries um so the lineup threw me a little bit i also completely forgot that bellingham was out i forgot that he was suspended yeah me too um which i I mean we'll talk about a little bit more but i think that it definitely hurt us um Mm -hmm. he's i mean what did you think of the lineup and just like overall thoughts about that game what was that back for man i mean the fact that we had if you were to tell someone last year like okay we're going to be starting a game with schultz pongracic and witzel and munier as our back four that's, I mean, that's unbelievable. I know Witzel has played you know, center back before, but, oh, man, that, that back four made me really, really nervous. And, I mean, what a frustrating game overall. Um, I don't know. What do you think of it at first? So, I mean, obviously seeing the lineup, again, as soon as the lineup pops up, I don't know why, like, I didn't see, oh, I was that, like, running errands? So I didn't even see, like, mm-hmm. pregame or any, like, the, I guess, like, online banter beforehand. So that's how I completely missed the Billingham. And I was like, oh what i was like crap yeah. and then seeing the back four i, I didn't understand why zagadu wasn't starting even though i know he's like coming back from an injury yeah but still still yeah th- he still has so much more experience playing um i, th- I thought it was just a fitness thing mm-hmm. and i guess i don't know unless i knew unless there's something else that was going on that seemed like the only possible answer for me but i i'd take i'd take uh Pongracic and zagadu over vitzel and Pongracic. All day, man. That's just me. But um, yeah. Uh, so even I mean, even looking at that and be like, oh crap, what is this back for? Like, you still think we're mm-hmm. if you want to look at offensive, it's like if we press and everything. I mean, they were talking about it before pregame and during the game. Like, it's the number two attacking. Yeah, team against, against, against the, think- the second worst defensive team, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we still couldn't create anything or make make anything happen. There was a, a time where I remember during the game. At one point, I was like. I think some there was some little stretch, and I was like, you know what? I don't hate Vitzel like center back. What if he like that's something he like as an really? older guy he starts transitioning back, and then there well the breakaway goal where he couldn't catch yeah. the guy, but also before that, as soon as he like was trying to clear it out and he headed it right into Pongrac. Uh, I can't say his name. Pongracic, you're good. His his uh, you said it so great <laughs> with the accent and everything earlier. Put me on that. I can't do it. Um, right into his face and that was their first like attempt on goal and mm-hmm. they ended up like at that moment i was like i take everything back yeah like, yeah i mean he's yeah he played there i think it was earlier in the spring and I, i've never been a huge fan of him there um and i have thought about that as well as him like slowly transitioning from a defensive mid into a center back since yeah. it's you know a little bit less of a mobile position but still i it's shocking to see how much pace has just been ripped from his game he was never that fast of a player to begin with but and he's not that really aggressive either um and he doesn't really help much with the organization which is the biggest thing i think we're lacking in that back four is i mean the difference is day and night whenever hummels comes in and is able to get everyone else around them to stay focused and stay organized yeah i mean if you you go to an inexperienced back four like that mm-hmm. and you're missing your yeah like hummels the, the the leader back there who who can yell at everyone and control the line and make sure everyone's in check and where they're supposed to be yeah it's just 
completely unorganized. And who, like, at that point, like, who steps up? Uh, you would hope Vitzel could mm-hmm. um, as an older, experienced player, but it just didn't happen when you looked so unorganized. Yeah, and I could, I guess you could say Mounier uh, created some chances, which he's been really... I, I thought he looked pretty good, especially mm-hmm. going forward. Uh, he had some nice passes as uh I mean, Brant did in the first mm-hmm. half, too. Like, they, they were creating a lot. I thought Munier was pretty pretty great in the first half as far as going forward. Oh, yeah, creating for sure. I was I was going to mention that, too. That yeah. one, two he had with Brant was really, really nice. Yeah. But other than that, I really can't think of too many cr- chances we created. And we didn't really have any sense of urgency going into, like, maybe the 75th minute, which is just something that uh, we've lacked for so long. And I know, like, people have been saying this for years, too, but just we just do not have the champion mentality. Uh, that Bayern Munich has in every single game that they go out, they are looking to just maul their opponents mm-hmm. and do everything they can to get a win. But just there are just times where just we just don't look up for the match, no matter who we're playing. Yeah, as soon as they scored, I mean, there that second goal was like almost like it was an incredible strike. Like and, I mean, it, you can't really stop that one. Uh, it was pretty crazy. But as soon as that they scored that second goal, like it seemed like we're done. Like just suck the I mean, life Brent, out of like, us. Brant was pretty much non-existent in the second half. Royce went out early, which did not help. Um, mm-hmm. And then I even like at halftime, he was like hobbling off at halftime. Yeah. So you knew like he wasn't doing well. Probably I don't know at one point he might have got injured, but obviously like second half we were just not there at all. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And it only it took until the seventy fifth minute when we were just trying to not be humiliated at that point, <laughs> as well as get on some subs that have some heart at times like Tigas and uh, Wolf. Which, two solid subs. That's some of the positives I have written down here. I mean, Tigas has only played seven games this season, and he's made two uh, goals, but let alone they were vital headers to get us back into a game. So he's a decent asset to have whenever Holland isn't doing the pressing numbers that he should be. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying not trying to knock the guy, but whenever he loses a lot of... Uh, he just has more of an attitude, it seems like, on the pitch. It's just nice to have another tall striker that's going to be able to win the ball, yeah. win duels, and get the ball back for from us. So, um, I know, I mean, we kind of talked, we shot some stuff here and there, but you have like, we, we did mention them, but like specific positives, do you want to run through anything? that You're like, instead of like trying to th- throw some like, well, this was okay in light of the bad, and like, here's some positive things. Because even after this game, like, back to the, like everything seems so miserable in mm-hmm. like, the in the support like all the with all the supporters and everyone online it just seems like the end of the world and i'm like i mean we're only halfway through the season and we have so many injuries yeah which pe- we'll get into later like because we want to kind of preview the second half of the season and everything but it just seems so miserable yeah people i will be acting like we're about to get relegated yeah <laughs> i'll say people can be dramatic online for sure but i mean it's definitely some sad times and we really wanted to go into this winter break into the new year with not only the amount of, uh, maximum amount of points that we could have these last three games, but at least a win out of this last one. And it's just, it feels like it's been a long time coming. Um, yeah, we've been kind of lacking a decent form for a while. I mean, we've looked decent, again, from some individual brilliance, but other than that, not too many positives. I mean, again, I mentioned Tigas, uh, Brent, again, getting another goal. Even uh, so in the that last game, the first mm-hmm. game, like he looked... Brant looked great. Like, mm-hmm. he was the positive out of, even though we came away with that thing and, like, oh, that game wasn't great. He still had, like, he scored. Um, did he have two assists? Like, another, like, man of the match performance for him in that the last game. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that I mean that's a, another positive that he's still kicking and doing well, although he fell off in the, the second half of this game. But yeah, two assists in that last one, and then a goal uh, against Hertha. I mean that's that's fourteen goal contributions in this season alone, which is more than last year, and that's you know only half the game. So again, super happy we kept him. But besides Tigas Brandt, and I mentioned already, but Mounier's again really starting to look like he's coming out of a shell, which is really nice because. I was not having any faith in him last year, to be honest with you. But his decision-making is miles better. He's crossing a lot better. I mean, uh, especially whenever you have that big of a target in the box like Holland, it's going to be nice to cross to. But mm. he's had some pinpoint crosses. Do you... I mean, Well, I'm trying to think back to specifics. But, him, okay, him being a positive light in this game, do you think it's just the against the quality of team? You know, or is... I don't think so. I, th- I think he's been making, again, great decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not giving the ball away in ridiculous positions and in ridiculous ways, as well as, I mean, even in defense last year, I just, besides him being just a big body on the field, I was like, I mean, he just can't defend. But I think he's been uh, a lot more cautious with his defending, a lot more cautious when he's on the ball, which again is just making him make better si- decisions on the ball. So he's making a lot better passes and looks like he's taking a lot more effort into his crosses. So I don't think it's really a matter of the opposition, which is certainly helps, but it just comes down to his, you know, hard work and training and there's been decent uh, opposition against him too. So, yeah. Um, I mean, we don't have to like harp on this game too much. Cause I don't, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just depresses and makes people sad. Um, I mean, do you want to like talking about this? Do you want to go into the second half of the season? What, what are you looking forward in, in 2022, like coming back after winter break, like what are you, is there any excitement there? Are you dreading it or are you looking forward to it? Well, we're right back to really tough competition. I see we have Frankfurt coming out of the gates mm-hmm. and we have Freiburg right after that. Then we have the Pokal after that, which is, you know, we're facing, uh, I think, a second division team. So that'll be nice. But, you know, two really I mean, competitive those first teams two right off the bat. Yeah. So... I've, I'm less optimistic than I was two weeks ago. I'll say that. Okay, I had some I had some questions. Okay, they're not rapid fire. If you missed first episode, we tried rapid fire questions, and I mean they weren't. There are no rapid fire answers to any of those. Um, I guess I guess look looking ahead, 2022. First mm-hmm. question is, what do you think? Okay, if we throw out there, like, it seems like it's going to be impossible to catch Bayern mm-hmm. unless they slip up like crazy. Yeah. And we hit our stride. Yeah, which I, I <laughs> both think, of those things have to happen. <laughs> I mean, okay. All right. Before I ask my before I ask my questions, though, I think a lot of the everything online is just like we're we're terrible. Marco Rose is terrible. All of our players suck. Let's get them all out of there. Let's bring in. It's like okay. I think you just have to. People are forgetting. I think how many injuries we have, and I don't think this. I still don't think it's a reflection on Marco Rosa. So what's your question? Well, I haven't got to my question yet. I'm just, I'm, I'm. No, I understand. I, I'm, I'm just like me talking when I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see everyone hating life and everything and saying how, how terrible, terrible we are. Yeah. When, I mean, injuries definitely play a major role in that, but I don't think these three games are any excuses for that. These are oppositions that are not good at all. There. Well, yeah, okay. We, I mean, like I, I did say it before. On paper, we should easily we should be mm. beating these teams, no matter like who our back line is. Like we should still have the quality 
to beat it. Obviously, there's inconsistencies playing with a different back line, though, like in yeah. different stra- strategy. I'm just trying to, it's me trying to be optimistic again. Um, I just, how it feels now, it's like, well, Bayern's going to win the league again, which they always do. Mm-hmm. This will be the 10th year. Well, first of all, what's wrong with the, what needs to change about the Bundesliga? Why? No, I'm not, we're not going to change it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my question. That's, yeah, have you That's my question. Okay, because, okay, Bayern is probably going to win the league again yeah. unless major things happen. Although I, I feel like we can come back in the second half of the season and look a lot better. Mm-hmm. If we get all our players back, say we're healthy in the second half of the season, I think we can win games cons- consistently and look mm-hmm. look good playing, look good winning, mm-hmm. which is the problem. Like we, even when we get wins, it's like, well, we barely pulled that off. So that's why everyone's frantic and stressed and mad and everything. So what does a like quote unquote successful season look like at the end of 2022? How can we be like, okay, how can we be proud or happy with the season? Because at the end of 21 right now, sitting second, Comfortably, kind of, points-wise, yeah, it's the end of the world and it feels like we're getting relegated. Yeah, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, if, if we can lock together second place at the end of the season, that's really not a bad season, although we should have definitely challenged. But I mean, we're still in the Europa League, so I mean, we, I don't think we've ever won that, which that's something we could challenge for. Some people online are saying we should rest for that. I don't really think we're in a position to do that. I mean, we have, we're going to have a lot of players coming back in the next month and a half or so, which is going to be about that time whenever Europa League starts back up. So it's not something like that we can't compete for. Uh, we're still in the Pokal, and Bayern are out of the Pokal. So we just have to worry about, I think it's Gladbach is on our side of the brackets. But other than that, if we can make a decent run in the Pokal, I think, I think we could at least make the semis in that. Hmm. I don't know if it's too optimistic to say maybe a semifinal for the Europa League. And then if we lock together second place, I mean, that's just a season to forget, but not terrible. But decent. I think, yeah. I think, I mean, part of it, like I said, is probably just going to play consistently and mm-hmm. um, look, look good on the field. Will I think change people's attitudes, hopefully. Um, but I think it just cause everything has been like working up and now we're at the end of the season. So people can convince more and, um, and they don't have another game to look forward to for a while, so it's like their time to be real mad. Um, yeah. But it almost seems like, say we win, the Euro- even if we win the Europa League, mm-hmm. I almost see people like being like, well, it's only the Europa League. And I mean, I'm also, I- I'm not trying to like, I know I'm getting all up in Twitter beef and where yeah. people, and I'm not, I don't think too much on it, but I'm, I'm trying to, like, I want to be part of a happy and supportive fan base, and it just seems <laughs> like... You know what I mean? I want to Any, anyone who would be upset for, that we won the Europa League shouldn't really be a supporter of us. Well, especially opinion. when you look at the other teams in it. Yeah, it, it's a good. Uh, I mean, teams always fall out of the Champions League, but it just looks like a way tougher competition this year. It's in the Champions like, League, in the Europa League. Oh, with the the teams who fell out, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's still definitely some decent competition, but it's nothing that I don't really think we can handle. So, yeah. no, yeah, and I'm just saying, I hope people are sad. Like, if we win that, I think that's that's would be a, a pretty good season. We win Europa, we win oh, Pokal yeah. again. Oh, yeah, and we finish that's, second. That's, that's two major trophies okay, in one. That, that's in what one I want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> just what it seems like is like that. It seems like that almost might not be enough for people. So, that's oh, whoever says that, I don't, I don't even know why you're reading their tweets. <laughs> well, I don't they, know they, they don't said want, it specifically. They don't watch, 
just how the the world is ending right now. It's yeah. like unless well, the world we, is ending. Unless <laughs> we win Bundesliga, we're yeah. a shit team. Mm-hmm. And why do we even support them? Yeah, um, that's people online for you. But <laughs> going into this next month again, we're gonna get a lot of players like players back like Reyna, which we haven't had since September. And I think he's not only a solid player, but he is incredibly vital to having Holland on the field. I think since they have so much chemistry on and off the pitch that gives Holland that extra edge. I mean, just look anytime Holland celebrate or scores a goal or is involved in a goal and watch him and Reina celebrate. I mean, them two are always going insane on each other. So having that him on back on the field, I think is going to be a huge help as well as now we'll have Bellingham uh, back, which is going to be yeah. vital to our midfield. Cause he was really missed against Berlin. So yeah, I, so him specifically in the last game, mm-hmm. what I saw or I guess didn't see is like I, I think in the the games before like he'd been playing really well, but I still didn't I didn't see him as like I almost saw him as like a luxury player, like not like oh he's controlling the game and he's, um, it wasn't until we were missing it, it was like yeah he does a lot of cool great stuff, <laughs> but it wasn't until we were missing him it was like no we need him and part of it is because he's kind of like breaking through more more so this year than. Um, Last year, he was kind of in and out. I mean, he's so yeah. young, so it makes sense. But yeah. he's really broken through so much that he's such an important part of this team that I almost overlooked until we didn't have him. I was like, oh, oh he's, yeah, we, he's, an, he's an automatic connect, start every Couldn't connect time. anything. Yeah. So he's, I, I would say he's just as big as an asset um, as Holland. I know they don't produce the same numbers, but the fact that we have Bellingham for these next few years, I think is humongous. I mean, for him being in the center of the park, I mean, being able to build around him if we somehow lose Holland. Not yeah. complaining about that, at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he'll be back, which is great. And do you know Do you know when Reyna's coming back? I, it's it's right at the beginning of January. It yeah, was going to be sweet. the end of this year, and I think it got delayed a little bit. So it'll sweet. be towards the beginning of January. And, I mean, Guerrero came back at, at the end of the game against Berlin, mm-hmm. too. So yeah, he'll be back, which is nice. Yeah. Um, okay, well, moving on. Sure. Unless you have any other Bundesliga stuff you want to talk about. Um, not that I'm aware of. I mean, yeah. You're, you, see, this one I talk to you and not everyone on Twitter. You're nice. <laughs> You're nice. But yeah, hey, you. thanks to anyone who found us on Twitter and started listening to the show. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> You're so nice. If you've seen Komodo if you Dragon Kid. Stop talking and start listening. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, okay, Price moving on. So I did touch on the Europa League draw. Mm-hmm. briefly but it was by myself so it's not as fun when i talk about it by, by myself and now mm-hmm. i can talk a little more um i saw you had it pulled up there do you want to I, I gave i didn't give any thoughts but do you want to just talk about rangers and uh, to be honest i don't watch the scottish league at all i don't know how but, to watch the scottish league unless um, it's like find a bootleg site online, mm-hmm. but. but if i'm not wrong i, I know obviously stevie j was <laughs> Was the manager. <laughs> was, yeah. Yeah, was the manager there. And I think he, did they go undefeated whenever he was there for his first year? If it, if it wasn't undefeated, it was only like maybe two games. Um, so, I mean, he put him right back on the map when it came to competing Scottish teams because wasn't it uh, Celtic that was winning for like a decade or something as well? I could be totally wrong on all this. I don't this, know. But like we said, we, didn't, we don't follow the Scottish Premier League. Yeah. When I w- uh, played club club we played against a team that had celtic jersey and everything and i like hated them mm. like you guys think you're so cool yeah yeah those those kind of like I mean, green cool striped jerseys, jerseys are all over the place around <laughs> here yeah um i mean it could be that so when i 
kind of previewed last week, and they are top of the Scottish Premiership. They've only lost one game as of last week when I talked about them. But again, when I was talking about that, I didn't realize, oh yeah, Stevie G left. Mm -hmm. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how that how they shift a little bit. Again, I'm not paying attention to them. But it could, I think that's maybe a tougher draw. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I think we could have gotten more unlucky, so I'm not complaining too much in that aspect. But, oh, I was right. The 2021 season with Rangers, they yeah, they were 32-6-0. and wow. They did not lose a game under Stevie G. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty wild. But, yeah, I can't really say how much, I can't uh, speak for them of how they play or anything, but uh yeah okay so we have that draw well those are coming up february 17th is our home game and then february 24th is the away which fixture i'd like to take them at home first and hopefully put the game away right away i feel like we can get if we have it depends also how many fans are going to be there because that looks like it's going to be shut down very soon yeah okay i did want to before we get, uh, I mean, the other thing like on our list really, this could be a, a shorter episode today, and then we might come back. I mean, we have a few weeks until game, so it's a good opportunity for us to mm-hmm. get back together and put some more, put another episode out there. Maybe we'll talk transfer stuff in the future, like it, when stuff looks like it's falling through. Yeah. Um, or not falling through, but that's a better <laughs> yeah. way to phrase it. We're only, <laughs> only going to talk about together. when it's fading away. <laughs> yeah. All that's our hopes and dreams are falling apart, hear. like our season. Um, I don't know what I was saying before that. <laughs> really threw myself there. Um, oh, no, no, no. Okay, shut down and everything. Uh, I mentioned before that I watched a lot of Premier League mm. and seeing everything that's how the Premier League is falling apart. Actually, to counter that, did you see today they uh, they came out and they said it's just going to keep going, They're gonna keep as, going as planned? Okay. Which is wild because I forget, I think it was just, I forget the title of the job that the people that went to this meeting for the Premier League, but they were representing the managers and it looked like overwhelming amount of the managers were saying we need a pause in this league and they didn't pause it, which is yeah. pretty wild. So we'll see how long that keeps going. But yeah, again, going back, I don't know how many fans are going to be there at our stadium. I mean, it keeps dwindling down more and more every game. And you're seeing so. it across. I mean, like we've had mm-hmm. some games, but mm-hmm. like Red Bull and uh, I mean, Byron hasn't had, had fans in the stands. We, yeah. We've been lucky to still have some fans. I think the last game was only like 15,000, yeah. which is yeah. very reduced. Oh, that, I mean, that, that Berlin game looked, because that stadium is so big and oh, spread yeah, out. Huge. It looked like there was nobody there. Mm-hmm. I think they still had a decent number. Just, they were so spread out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah they but, weren't like in like a, it looked like in our stadium, they were kind of condensed to like mm-hmm. the middle, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. That one, it was like two people here. I was and two say, people like Yeah. And then another 50 four. feet away. Yeah. And yeah. But okay. So everything, I think you're right as far as the, a lot of the Premier League managers were like, let's pause, let's quit. One is like, they play so many games. Mm-hmm. back to Yeah, back they don't have back. the winter break. Like it's, yeah, it's insane. And I think, watch it, on Saturday, for instance, mm-hmm. six games were postponed. Like, or yeah, I saw Six that. games on the weekend were postponed. They only played one game Saturday, which is crazy when, I mean, I spend a lot of Saturdays like waking up and watching games all, yeah. all day. Um, do you... I mean, now, okay, they're pushing through. I was going to ask, like, do you think foresee any games getting postponed? Oh, like the Bundesliga, the Bundesliga being paused? I mean, yeah, it's it's nice that we have this winter break. I I almost see potentially the Bundesliga being like, okay, we we see what's going on in England. Mm-hmm. Everyone like be chill and like don't do anything for Christmas to make sure 
you're staying safe. I don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know Germany did a lot better with the pandemic for the yeah. most part last year. So, I mean, honestly, who who knows what it's going to look like in another month or so? But yeah, it'd be nice to have some fans in for that Europa League game. But either way, I think we can get hope to God. I said this <laughs> two weeks ago: comfortable wins. <laughs> but who knows at this point? At this point, yeah. We're back to the Premier League, just real quick. Um, I do see, although like a ton of games got canceled over this weekend, mm-hmm. um, almost like a, a positive light is Tottenham was the the first team to get cases, mm-hmm. and and they just played Sunday, mm-hmm. so they like went through the cycle. They had like twenty cases between coaches and, it was and first team, and so the fact that like they were the first team to to get hit with it, mm-hmm. um, and then they kind of cycled through, and they're like, okay, now they're playing again. That kind of gives me a little more like hope that okay, yeah, some some teams are gonna have to cancel a few games, postpone them, and then uh, it'll just keep rolling. Hopefully, yeah. Honestly, again, who knows? <laughs> Side note: What a game with Tottenham and Liverpool this oh, past great. weekend. It was but, great. So okay, along with Dortmund, I also support Tottenham. I was gonna see how long I could go on the podcast without because this is a Dortmund episode podcast, three, and I just don't want. <laughs> episode three that's why i even was like oh yeah tottenham was the first team it's like i know because i followed them very closely it's funny but uh yeah oh that was a freaking fantastic game um okay so what you want to take us in the next thing i didn't have too much oh, no. else besides just uh i know we talked a little bit about transfer rumors already but i could go over those again i have a question first another sure. question it's not rapid fire i posted this as a twitter poll and as I posted this, I was like, some people are going to think this is the dumbest question ever. Mm. And Carver's not on Twitter, so he didn't see it. And this is has to do with transfers. And uh, bear with me as I just ramble and pull up Twitter. What For 2022, what is the most important? Like, if you can have one or the other. New signings? Or, like, our squad fully healthy? With the current team we have? Did it say in the summer in the... Uh, January, I guess, Jan- for 2022. So January transfer window. To to have a better second half of the season. What's more important? That's a good question. Obviously I mean, healthy I, is like the more likely question, which is why... There's so many factors that answer. I got I to throw in there, to be honest with you, because I don't know how much money we have to spend. I know we don't have... I, I saw the other day that Rosa was hinting at there's going to be it's gonna be pretty uneventful this January, so I don't really know how much money we can have. But if we could, if we could just somehow uh, afford someone like Schlotterbeck, I'd take Schlotterbeck over having, I mean, I don't really know who else would be injured at that time, but mm-hmm. I'd take Schlotterbeck probably. It's just off the cuff. Yeah. But yeah, sounds. what about you? I, I, I mean, my, my thought is if we're healthy, I think we're a completely different team if we're healthy, if we're fully healthy. We did play Bayern with a full squad, though, to be fair. So I don't know if that means, like, I know we were still missing Reyna, but we had Guerrero back. We had Holland back. But were they fully healthy? Yeah. <laughs> we're talking 100%. <laughs> okay. Maybe that's why I was. I mean, no, who knows? I was, I, no, I don't. It was just your opinion. I, I, just, I, I just attribute most of our awfulness to being unhealthy for yeah <laughs> so that that's where i like i'm looking at it. it's like yeah but if we're healthy and cracking then i think we we're a good shot yeah and it and also gives an opportunity okay. for mm-hmm. i'm going okay we're healthy okay but uh, healthy matt hummels still created it was like 
against Bayern, it was just like stupid mistakes. Yeah. But so maybe that's why you you need you need to bring in a new center back. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know about that one. So I don't know a ton about transfer. I think mainly because we're probably not going to do anything in January because no. I haven't seen the only like transfer rumors, the ones I had my rapid fire questions. Everything that I've seen has literally just been for the summer. Yeah, yeah. I think there's some definitely some solid links with uh, maybe three players, but I can't imagine any of them coming in January. What are so what? I, I just want you to dive into it more. Because um, I just feel like you have a lot more of the depth of knowledge as far as who we're possibly linked to, mm-hmm. um, what you would like to see, and where and how they slot in. Obviously, it's not like more than just positionally, but like mm-hmm. right away, and how can they help contribute immediately or or not, or what like what what you see or what your vision is for transfers upcoming. Well, I mentioned Schlotterbeck already, left-footed center back from Freiburg. Um, I think it'd be great specifically because or especially because Hummels is aging and he plays on that left-hand side for the uh, R2 in the back. So Akanji is going to be able to slip in with him real well since Akanji's on the right center back as well as sometimes even makes those right back runs. So I think Schlotterbeck would be really good, although he's not much of a physical presence. So I go back and forth on this because the other person we're linked to is Mavropanos, if I'm saying that correctly. He's Greek. Uh, He's on loan at Stuttgart from Arsenal. But... Arsenal have already a handful of players that out on loan. They have, um, they have Saliba from Saint Etienne, and I shouldn't have said loan. They also just made some new signings in last year, like Ben White, Tamiyasu, Gabriel. So I mean, that's four center backs already, with I think another one on top of that that was out on loan. So I think I think Arsenal would be willing to sell Mavropanos, but. It just, I think it just comes down to if we wanted to go for more of like a Schlotterbeck type that's going to be able to, I think he plays a little bit better with the ball, or are we going to go for a little bit more of a physical presence with Mavropanos because he is 6'4", taller than Hummels. So those are the two. And then lastly, uh, Dennis Zakaria, which we've been linked to him for probably the last like six to eight months. Yeah. I don't need to talk too much about him because I feel like already a lot of people know who he is, obviously, but... It's going to be a great, he would be a great replacement for Witzel. He's got the muscle like Chan. He still looks like he's got a lot of intelligence. He's a classic box-to-box midfielder. So he'd be a great replacement, especially because, you know, I think Chan really tends to just take these really careless passes and puts us in really dangerous positions. So yeah. someone like Zachariah would be a lot more helpful in the back. Um, there is also a lot of like news about Witzel on the mm-hmm. outs and going out. So which one and that was like two games ago, like he came in and started midfield before he went to center back. And yeah. that's why I think on my like predicted lineup and I gave in the last podcast, like I just didn't even think about or consider him because it just seemed like okay, yeah, he's probably not he's not gonna be around really. Do you do you think we have any players who might be out in January? Or any I, or any you want to see? Well I know for a, a solid few months a uh, few mi- few weeks at the very minimum, he was linked heavily to the Juventus, but I think that fell through. So other than that, I don't think his I, I don't think he's attracting a lot of attention. His contract is out the end of this season, not the end of this year. But so I mean, we're gonna have six months with him probably regardless for these ne- for the rest of the season. But which isn't you know isn't the end of the world. 
you know, it's, I don't think he makes that much. So he's not taking out a lot of salary for us and he's a good leader around the other young people. So yeah, it's just a matter of finding a replacement for him because we still need some help in the DM position. Yeah. Uh, Berkey. Ooh, dude, we could have a whole episode on Berkey, man. <laughs> That's just it another is. one where it's like, well, I just saw some news today where I think it, saying like, oh, he's unhappy with his situation. And oh, I mean, I'll, like, yeah, get him out. Then <laughs> I mean, from what I've read, it just looked like he's just never been the same person after the uh, the bus attack years ago. Yeah. I mean, just outside of playing for us, he just it just really shook up from it, which mm. can't really blame the man. But uh, he's also. I don't really see going to a lot of clubs. I mean, his stock has dropped dramatically in the last year and a half or so. It's insane. So, I mean, if there's a team that's willing to give him a small contract out there, I, I can imagine he could be a solid backup, if not a starter for like a mid-table team. Just a matter of where. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, what a fall from grace. I mean, I, sh- I shouldn't say fall from grace because a lot of people actually didn't like Berkey his whole career with us, but just these last two or so years from being like our number one, no question to like our third, you know, mm-hmm. just wild stuff. Cool. Well, um, like we said in the next, if we see any more like solid transfer news, which we might not, cause we might not do any business in January, but mm-hmm. we'll uh, maybe do another podcast to jump on, um, between, between the break before we come back with the games. We might do one like right before two, we come back just cause it might be a couple weeks. So yeah. we'll see, we'll yeah. see what we do. Um, and I have like the whole week in between Christmas and New Year's off work, so really, I got some. I got some time. That's very. There, nice. there are a lot of like Premier League games that week, like a couple a day, I think. So I'm just gonna I'll put w- real pants on and watch a ton of football. There you go. <laughs> I wish we as a nation would just like collectively agree that like no work gets done from December 21st to like oh, January it's 2nd. A, it's a shame. Even There's this. W- no even reason. this week, like yeah. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure my my boss isn't paying any attention. I'm just doing yeah. what. Yeah. That's why you're hanging out with me in the studio yeah. right now. Yeah, he opens the door and he's like, I'm "Just checking in." Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> so on the next thing, I see you have who's I can't read, hmm. but it's who is your most underrated player for us so far this season? Is that a question to me? I see the question, but also you have it looks like you have an answer, but you don't have who Let's, those players are. Or, I, that was for that was for a different episode because I was starting <laughs> to write down some other ones. So why don't we go and save that? We'll leave that as a okay. little teaser. We'll get. I take it back. We'll de- let me uh, delete that. Delete yeah. That. All right. Um. I mean, is there anything else then? I mean, if you don't want to play that guessing game. Um. Not not the guessing game, <laughs> but I do want to say that I'm happy to be here and. <laughs> I hope everyone has a nice holiday and they could spend these next few weeks kind of detoxing with what's going on with Dortmund. It's a very frustrating time, but I think we were arguably much lower in January last year. I, I, I remember just having us no, like no momentum towards anything that was going on, but we came back in that second half of the season and we performed really well, starting with Sevilla. So I'm not saying we're going to win the league. Because we're not, but <laughs> it can happen. Yeah, it can happen. But but I think I think we can come back strong and take these next few weeks off and really regroup. We'll have some players back, and hopefully be a lot more cheerful <laughs> and I hopeful. Did, uh, I mean, this isn't cheerful and hopeful, but I saw <laughs> something about Bayern. The amount of points they dropped. Oh, I okay. They're ahead of us by like nine points, mm-hmm. and they dropped less than nine points in the whole first half of the season or something. 
I don't doubt it. So it's like, it's probably not gonna happen. I don't doubt it. We unless I just, they get cursed or something. Besides us, just kind of doing our best we can in every aspect of the pitch, I, we just sit and wait for Lewandowski to retire. <laughs> <laughs> if no, I'm not gonna talk about it because you don't want me to say anything on that <laughs> on those lines. Okay, wait. I have another question. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a cool thing about a podcast. None of it matters. I mean, it matters. <laughs> But it's like, we don't have to follow any script or anything. Fair. And uh, uh, given the terrible circumstances, how do you mm-hmm. think Marco Rose is doing? Or how do you, what do you think of him as a coach? Like, I guess, if you had thoughts before he came to Dortmund, and how do you think he's doing? Some people hate him. Oh, I know, Some yeah. people think he's he's terrible, and I'm like, ah, you're, it's you're been, terrible. It's, it's, uh, it's obviously been really tough to judge, you know, him as a, well, him as a coach with us so far, because given all the injuries... But I do like him. I mean, I know a lot of people's big or one of the biggest complaints we had with Favre was just lack of passion. And he was kind of like an older coach that just kind of sat on the sidelines, even though he had like his moments. But Rosa looks a lot more of a fired up coach, which is great to have for our culture and for our fan base. But also kind of at times a little boneheaded, like himself, like getting himself sent off. Uh, I forget. Oh, my goodness. What oh, game was that? He got a red card a few weeks back. I don't know why I'm blanking on who we played that night. But just was, moments was like, it bef- it was, oh man, what was it? Because he was out. If there's he was any, out for the first game, something like that. Yeah. So it was Byron. Was it during the Byron game? It might have been. It might have been. But but then he just like went up and he was like still there. He was just like yeah, in the yeah. box. I, no, yeah, there's that, a that picture or like a gif or a little video of like him getting carried away by one of mm-hmm. the assistants. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. I'm like I I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but all in all, I mean, definitely deserves more time. And I'm excited to see if he's here at the end of the summer, what kind of transfers he's going to uh, start to get into because now we'll actually have a little bit more revenue from people coming into the stadium. So, yeah. What about you? Um, he's got fantastic hair. He's got great <laughs> style. I think he looks so cool on the, on the touchline. For sure. <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's, it's like, it's just hard to judge him. Mm-hmm. Um, I was excited when he was coming in mm-hmm. because he did some good things with Gladback. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he plays. It, it took him to the, did he, Go, were they in the Champions League with him? Or Yes, I, I would yeah. say, yeah, they had one of their better seasons in a long time with him. Yeah, I, I was excited for him to come in, and it's just, like I said, it's just hard to judge him. Yeah, and I mean, thankfully he's got a lot of, more of attacking mindset than Favre. Yeah. You know, decent pressing and things like that, so just a matter of giving him more time. But literally every time I see him on the sideline, I'm like, oh, if my hair can go gray like his, then... So you, it's I'm just the color good. that you like. It's you like, well, as far hair. as someone with gray hair, he looks great. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to dye my hair gray, but yeah. when my hair starts to go gray, I hope it looks like that. Cut to <laughs> two weeks from now and recording. You're like, all right, so I got gray hair. <laughs> it happened. Um, okay, another question. This is not rapid fire. It kind of is. Uh, I did not. I should have made like rapid fire questions. Mm. I, after we did that the first time, I was like, this is going to be a thing. I'm going to do mm. it every week. And then even coming in, I was like, man, I didn't take any notes or anything. So... <laughs> um, if you, if you uh, on Christmas morning, you open up a, a, some Dortmund gear, are you going to be sad or are you going to be excited? Why would I be sad? Because <laughs> everyone on Twitter seems like they want to burn everything. I swear to God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to delete our Twitter account. <laughs> it's not <laughs> healthy for me. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with it until after this last game. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. So thanks for thanks for joining us and thanks for following us on Twitter. If you did, it was nice knowing you. Yeah. Never tweeting again. <laughs>
at the beginning of this. So like, I, I looked up the name and it's not there. <laughs> so I okay. Quick shout out to anyone who followed us from the Lutes post. Mm. Um, we, I don't think we mentioned it. We mentioned that we're from St. Louis in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Carver and I both live in St. Louis. There's a good chance. I don't know if there's a good chance, but I would not be opposed to if anyone, if like this podcast expands to like, we can have people from not St. Louis be a part of the podcast so we can get them on virtually. Cause yeah. we talked about in the first um, episode, like I, this is us as supporters, like almost supporting each other mm-hmm. in America since we mm-hmm. don't have like the history and we didn't grow up with Dortmund. And so it's like, we, we, came in at this at a different stage and so I like that American perspective of how you found Dorman and how you why you support him and why uh, it's just it's not we have to watch every game on TV it's, it's a lot different yeah um, well maybe we can get crazy and expand it from St. Louis City to St. Louis County oh who's to shoot. say yeah man. you live in yeah you live in city now yeah. so cool cool, cool. <laughs> no so I, I Lutz so, so okay us wrapping back up one okay mm. i don't know if podcasting is a thing i should do i'm very bad at telling stories <laughs> very bad i get because i feel like i have to give and this is me explaining uh-huh. this is i'm literally doing what i'm explaining what i have to do it's like i feel like i need to give background on everything to explain the, is, is, I have to it set it all the tweet yeah well why lutes because we live in st louis lutes uh fun and steel mm-hmm. sorry lutes if i got that wrong <laughs> he's probably not listening he is the sporting director for St. Louis City SC, our soon our MLS team that kicks off in 2023, which we did mm-hmm. mention before. Mm-hmm. Um, but he works for, he does a lot of commentating and um, sports talk stuff, and he he calls a lot of the Bundesliga games on ESPN. Yeah, and he's done like the lat, with the exception of the last game, he had done like the previous three mm-hmm. Bundesliga games. So it's like really or the. The three Dortmund games specifically. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. and I had like tweeted something like, "Oh, we're definitely biased, but it's great here in Lutz." Yeah, talk on every Dortmund game, and Lutz like re- reposted it, and uh, well, he said something. He's like, even though I was like whining about their play the whole time, I was like, well, we were all whining because it was yeah. like, a crap game, but <laughs> it was great. And then like we got a few followers from Lutz, um, reposting that, so I appreciate it, Lutz, even though he's not listening. But if you found us through Lutz, welcome, thank you, thanks for joining us. Thanks for thanks, Lutz. Thanks, Lutz. Who's not going to hear this? We did talk about it'd be cool to interview him. Have yeah, him who's to on say? the podcast. Who's I don't know if that's going to work out. He has something planned. I mean, nice. <laughs> that was better. Should have rolled with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, clearly we're done talking about Dortmund. Uh, so that might that's it for now. Oh, what are your? I mean, we did talk about Christmas a little bit. You're gonna where? Where are you gonna? Um, be sad about opening a Dortmund gift at where you what's your Christmas plans? Um, just hanging out with the family. Nothing too crazy yourself. I am not from St. Louis, but I live here, but all my family's back in Kansas. So we're going to go back to Kansas. I have like a nine hour drive because nice. we're going to my, uh, I mean, Kansas isn't that far, but mm-hmm. Western Kansas yeah, is, yeah, and that's yeah. where I'm going. Yeah. Um, so we're driving out on, we're recording this on Monday night in, uh, last day of work is Wednesday, so we're driving out Thursday, Christmas Eve Eve. Nice. And then I'll be coming back the next week, but, yep. That's and huge. me and, I mean, all my family, like, we all watch soccer and follow the Premier League closely, so I, nice. Boxing Day, soccer is always a fun, fun time. Nice. Sounds good. I hope you actually get to watch some games. We'll see if any go- <laughs> more get canceled or anything. I have no idea. I saw, I think it was Thursday or Friday, I don't know, I was watching one game, and 
Well, they they literally had a promo or an ad for the they do the festive fixtures, mm-hmm. and that that ad like came right before they're like, well, every game is postponed. Yeah, <laughs> like, terrible timing. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, hopefully we still have some soccer over the winter break. But yeah, all right. Well, uh, thanks again for hanging out, and listening. <laughs> we didn't bore you too much at the end. <laughs> Um, again, follow us or don't on Twitter because I don't know if our Twitter is <laughs> going to stay active at the BVB podcast. Again, you can follow, uh, find us on any of your podcast places. If, like I said, if, if this, if you're listening on some random website or Apple, but you prefer Spotify or something, just search the BVB podcast anywhere. My name's Jake again, Carver. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Eat some, what do people eat for Christmas? Meat stuffing? Sure. What are they eating in Germany? Chicken? We should just cut it, actually. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Hey, happy holidays. (laughs) See you later.